This podcast is a production of America Matters Media. Explore more episodes of this show and other great shows on the America Matters Media Podcast Network by visiting americamatters.us. Be sure to subscribe and leave a review at your favorite place to download podcasts. The views expressed in this show do not necessarily represent those of the company or its advertisers, although we think they should. But that's the opinion of America Matters Media. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the Ron Edwards American Experience Talk Show, where our unalienable rights are celebrated. And now, your radio refreshment, Ron Edwards. And hello and how are you? I am your radio refreshment. I am Ron Edwards, your happy radio host, happy to return for another episode of uh, Radio Wonderfulness. Welcome. And um, it's an honor to be here. And uh, we're uh, also open for you to join the uh, conversation at 844-790-8255. This great show emanates from our flagship station. That's uh, KCKQ AM 1180 in Nevada also. Heard worldwide via americamatters.us. And also, you can catch us on streaming on via Facebook on America Matters Media. And um, in the uh, not-too-distant future, man, we've got some uh, great things coming online. One thing I do want to, to say is uh, um, a big hello out there to the Zechariah 2.5 family members. And I'm going to tell you a little bit more about those great folks. And... Um, Portions of this great show is being brought to you by our, our wonderful sponsor, that's Silverite. That is SilverightGlobal.com. And we'll be telling you about them too. Uh, wonderful products uh, for your health and uh, sleeping comfort. And, um, you know, a lot of interesting things going on, of course. Uh, it's, um, man. Uh, a lot of unbelievable stuff and, uh, of course, very believable stuff, depending on the particular uh, um, subject at hand. Also, if you're into reading great columns, <clears throat> I suggest you uh, uh, punch in on America Out Loud. There I write a weekly column, and it um, this week's column, the title is Truth to Liberty or Lies to Tyranny. It's up to you. And uh, so you can check me out there, and you can check out other information at my website, theronedwards.com. That's theronedwards.com, my website. Also, you can find me on Twitter, at theronedwards, on Twitter. And uh, also, I have uh, three pages on Facebook, Ron Edwards, Friends of the Edwards Notebook, and um, another Ron Edwards public figure page on Facebook. And uh, in addition to that, we got some uh, really great news, something new to report to you, you guys this week. Uh, the Edwards Notebook, a radio commentary heard across our, our wonderful republic and radio stations uh, throughout, has uh, been picked up by a wonderful radio station in Great Britain. That's NSCR. New Sound Christian Radio, headquartered in Somerset, Great Britain. And th this week, in fact, uh, they began carrying the Edwards Notebook. Also, pretty soon you will be hearing me out of Great Britain on uh, interviews uh, on a weekly basis. Um, I don't ex know exactly what day you'll hear it. I know that we're recording them on Saturdays, and uh, you can also tune in for, to that as well. Well, 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 speaking of things to uh, talk about, well, 
where do I begin? Hmm? After two long months, Georgia authorities arrested a white father and son, charging them with murder in the February shooting death of a black man they had pursued in a truck after shooting him, after spotting him, simply jogging in their neighborhood. Now, the guy lived near that neck of the woods, and many neighbors knew him. He was a familiar sight, running through the neighborhood regularly, had a beautiful family and all of that. Um, they shot him. These guys shot him in February. And uh, finally, it was a good thing that someone had a um, video. They taped it on phone. And I guess after realizing there wasn't any justice being served, they decided to turn it into authorities. And now um, a father and son um, have been arrested. And we're glad about that. Uh, this is a really, the, it was 26-year-old or 25-year-old Ahmad Arbery. It was murdered on a residential street just outside of the port city of New Brunswick in Georgia. Of course, there is national outrage. Now, the two, Gregory McMichael um, and his son, they, they, they decided, it, they took it upon themselves to kill the guy because there had been, uh, I guess, some burglaries in their neighborhood. Now, it's one thing, let's say, if you catch somebody doing something, you deal with them. But if this is this is an individual who has no criminal record or anything of that nature so far that we know about, and he's a regular jogger, working guy, has a family, minds his own business, and because well, they figured that they, they I guess they knew that the uh, burglar was black, and you know how some people say that we all look alike. You see one and you see them all. Well, I guess these two that murdered this guy uh, kind of fell into that category, and they took him out. And um, he wasn't in the act of doing anything wrong, just jogging. That in itself is deadly wrong. They don't have the authority to pull somebody over and to uh, go after them like that. They don't have that authority. And so I hope that they get the book thrown at them. I think they have the uh, death penalty in Georgia. And the way things look right now, well, I think they need to, um, you know, they need old Sparky. You know, they unjustly took a life. And there's nothing wrong with advocating for uh, taking this guy out, man, taking these, taking those two gentlemen out for uh, what they did, you know, so. But anyway, moving right along, um, so many stories to talk about. I, I just can't believe how many people are upset now that we're getting to the truth concerning the Russia, Russia probe. Remember how everyone was so excited to learn that it was Russia, Russia and the Trump campaign and the Trump presidency presidency was linked to Russia, Russia, Russia. Well, it turns out the Trumpster was correct. Our president was, was correct from day one when he was calling it all a hoax. Um, there's going to be more to come. After the release of uh, a trove of House Intelligence Committee transcripts, more and more are coming out. And we're going to see just how crooked Comey and his fellow cohorts of evil uh, are going to be. Now, there are those who say that uh, Schiff and uh, others are not going to get punished because of immunity. I don't believe that. I say that they're going to get something. The long arm of justice shall reach out and grab these gentlemen. And um, we're going to have a lot more to say 
uh, about that and other subjects. We've got a special guest. His name is Chris McDonald. He's a great talk show host of the McFile Talk Show, and he'll be with us right after this. Ron Edwards, the new voice of America. Blowing away the myths and revealing the truth. It's the Ron Edwards American Experience. Indeed it is. Hello, I'm Ron Edwards, and welcome to this edition of the Ron Edwards American Experience. This edition of the Ron Edwards American Experience is being being sponsored in part by SilverRightGlobal.com. SilverRightGlobal.com, that's a great name. We're going to be talking about that a little bit later. Um, Lots of things going on in our republic this day. No place in America has been as hard hit with the uh, Corona China virus as has been New York City. So concerned with Big Apple City leaders about the uh, likelihood of cases far surpassing the capacity of local hospitals to handle. They put out an emergency call for help to personnel and facilities to urgently come to their aid. Well, the Christian organization Samaritan's Purse did just that. They showed up, and they've been doing a yeoman's job in a uh, field hospital they set up in Central Park, where they have treated hundreds of Corona China's, China virus patients. But guess what? Certain officials of New York City have done nothing but basically kick them in the teeth. And we'll talk about that, the reason for that. But first, let's introduce our special guest. His name is uh, Christopher Chris McDonald's. Now, he's host of the McFiles talk show. It's on YouTube. Man, he does a fantastic job. You guys ought to tune into him every evening, I believe, at 7 p.m. I've been on there once. Uh, my wife, Denise, has been on there, and he has great guests. Um, and it's one of the best talk shows out there. And um, I just uh, am honored to welcome uh, Mr. McDonald to the Ron Edwards American Experience. Hello, Chris, and welcome. Hey, Ron. Welcome to you today, buddy. So glad to be with you. It's such an honor to be on your program. And uh, you're right. You, you and both you and Denise have been on mine. And uh, I'm just uh, tickled to think to be with you today. It's a pleasure. It really is. Thank you so much, sir. You know, as I was just mentioning here about um, uh, New York City, they asked for help. Then um, Franklin Graham and his organization... They brought in Samaritan's Purse. They've been doing a yeoman's job. Even liberal Jimmy Kimball sent them uh, 100 hamburgers one night because of, of the wonderful work that they do. But yet, leftist bigotry reared its ugly head. Uh, one of the um, leaders of New York City, the city council, uh, his name is uh, Corey Johnson. Now, he wanted them to be kicked out of the city immediately. The reason why is because Corey Johnson is a um, unnatural sexual practitioner, um, and uh, he's one of those ardent supporters of the LGBT movement, right? So they always say, live and let live. Let us do what we want to do. Let us think how we want to think. But yet, because Franklin Graham correctly believes in the word of God, which says that the marriage is between a man and a woman, that's it, so be it. Well, he's been called a bigot. And they want him to get out. Well, who's the big bigot here, Chris? Well, I would say this. Andrew Cuomo's a big Ron, because uh, Andrew Cuomo, uh, a year ago, uh, actually around February, January of 2019, I don't think there's anything more bigoted. If they want to argue about the 
issue about uh, the marriage. Let me just say this. I'll get to the individual who said this, but I think that we need to shine a light on the real bigotry in New York City, in New York. And that's the bigotry against the killing of babies. And I mean, you know, uh, Cuomo and his bunch signed this horrendous abortion bill a year ago in January 2019. And instead of it sending a chill and it being a situation where the legislators behind him took a real hard look at what they were doing, they stood up and gave Cuomo a standing ovation as almost if he became a hero and signing a piece of legislation that would kill a baby up to nine months and beyond, which basically to me is genocide. And that bigotry, you know, they don't look at that as bigotry. They look at that as freedom of choice. And uh, Franklin Graham and his group, uh, who I respect deeply, they come into New York and they're trying to help uh, New York during this tough time, which finds itself, again, at the epicenter of this virus, not just in America, Ron, but they're the epicenter of the world right now. There's more, there's yeah. more cases in New York, in New York City than probably the, some of the six top uh, world cities out there. And um, Cuomo, instead of him humbling himself and having some kind of decorum and recognizing the spiritual nature of what's going on, and, uh, you know, he sits here about a month ago, and he basically brags of the fact when the numbers started going down, and he said, well, this is not God's doing, this is my doing. And, again, that, that again, lets you know where his heart's at as far as this goes. And, And then they're worried about whether Franklin Graham believes the marriage is between a man and a woman as to whether to accept help. You know something? Uh, you, you, the, the real bigots are the people that are on the left, and they've always been on the left. They preach tolerance in the name of, uh, you know, we've got to just let, let everybody get along to get along. But that's not their definition of tolerance, Ron. Their definition of tolerance is that they basically preach that until they have power, and then they basically remove any voices that are opposed to their form of tolerance. And that's where we stand right now, because they don't really care about tolerance. They want no, they don't. nothing to do with God. They want nothing to do with life. They want nothing to do with freedom. You've got a communist mayor that uh, basically is, is putting snitch lines up, uh, basically declaring that the mosque can do what they want to do, but the Christian churches can't. And, you know, he's telling uh, New York City people stay at home while him and his wife go do their jogging and go to the gym and do their thing and, and uh, it's just sickening to me. And again, that's well, that's the nature of the left. Go ahead. Well, Chris, you know, um, you're, you're, everything you just said is correct. And uh, that's what we're dealing with in the state of Michigan and, and, and elsewhere. I, I see this 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 form of bigotry. And uh, the thing that you the that that jumps out at me is something that has bothered me forever is that how they go after the Christians and yet they leave yep. the mosque people alone. And then, in my opinion, is that the reason why is we kind of brought it on ourselves. Well, not me, because I've always been a fighter, but Christians in general, uh, we're no- notorious for fighting each other like crabs in a barrel. But when it comes to standing up to evil publicly, they use the excuse, oh, we're not to be involved in politics. We're not supposed to care about all that. And if you fight, back you look bad la di da di da and then you wonder why they pick at christians because it's easy um and and god i you know i've looked i i looked through and through the word and i even looked through the constitution the other day because uh i chris i'm looking in and thinking the, the people are following all these stupid directives because of the corona china virus and I'm thinking, and I go through the Constitution, a lot of that stuff was not even 
correct according to our laws of our nation. And I'm saying, my God, how people are willfully, not not just by accident or they just don't know and they don't know that they don't know, they are stubbornly and pridefully weak in the Christian community. And how I don't want to hear any Christian crying in my space about their rights being stepped on because in Christians in general in this nation of liberty have allowed that to happen. What say yep. you? No, I'm, I'm with you a thousand percent there, Ron, and I've said it over and over. Our rights are easier to fight for now that we've got them than when we lose them to try to fight to get them back. And and look, I, I, I was one of the ones in the camp at the beginning when President Trump suggested, and that's what he did. He suggested. He didn't lay any mandates down. But he suggested that the churches, you know, give it a couple of weeks, go to online services, and most churches did that. And uh, but at some point, uh, the churches has all have always been essential services to the public, at least the ones that I believe preach the gospel. And uh, but at the same token, from a liberty standpoint, look, it happened with prayer in school. It happened with the same-sex marriage decision. Uh, People of fact kept warning, people of truth, they kept warning and warning and warning that they were going to tinker with the marriage laws. And when it actually happened in July of 2015, everybody was just aghast and, oh, my God, we can't believe the Supreme Court did that. Ron, these people that did that had been fighting to do that for 20 years, and nobody stood up and said a thing because the pulpits in this nation had been silent about it. And they were too afraid to offend anybody to define this stuff as perversion define homosexuality as perversion. We're not we're not trashing the people, but I'm talking about the sin and the nature of what is being done in the name of that and this transgenderism. And I remember telling my brother the morning of that event, I called him up and we, we prayed together over the phone and I said, Todd, I said, this is going to open a Pandora's box for a great deal of other things. And as we fast forward five years, look at the issues of transgenderism and things where you've got people not even recognizing their own sex, Ron. They don't even know whether they're a man or a woman right now. And they're pandering this to our kids in school. And then we sit back and we allow this to happen. And then when something bad happens, it's like we, we just get shocked about it. Let me tell you something. We should have been shocked five years ago. We should have been shocked 10 years ago or 20 years 20. ago when we saw this coming on the scene. But the pulpits of America are at fault because they never said anything about what was coming and they were too scared and they were more worried about being on Fox News or CNN and being applauded by the world and applauded by the public than to preach the word and to preach the truth to a nation that was sinking into an abyss of perversion and sinking into an abyss of sin and saying, thus saith the Lord, you need to repent and come back and this is what the Bible has to say about it. Now, Okay, and quick, Chris, I got to jump. I'll get to preaching. I want you to give you. I, you won't have time for your own program, but I get to preaching here. Amen. You know, um, we're, and we're going to come back for another segment in in just a little bit, but because uh, we're heading up towards a, a hard break, but uh, we're going to touch on when we get back uh, this Arbery murder. Uh, claims of racism uh, down in Georgia. This, this guy was killed in February, and uh, finally, because someone showed up with a video. Now there's going to be some justice. Uh, the guys that did it have been uh, arrested. And uh, I just want to see how you think this is going to play out because uh, we don't want people to use this as an excuse uh, to hate the country and, you know, cause all kinds of trouble. Anyway, you're listening to the Ron Edwards American Experience. I'm 
Ron Edwards, and we shall be right back after this. You can always tell the heart of a man by the final decisions he makes after being wrongfully treated. Hello, I'm Ron Edwards on today's page from the Edwards Notebook. We all know about the hell that brutish Democrats unleashed upon Georgia State Representative Vernon Jones because he exercised his unalienable right to support President Donald Trump. At first, after Representative Jones dared to appreciate the positive aspects of the U.S. economy upon the black American community due to tax cuts and a reduction in regulations, Representative Jones was ready to fold up his tent and quit his elected position. But after a bit of thought, Representative Jones explained that Democrats used and abused folks in his community for far too long, taking our votes for granted. He also stated that black Americans are waking up. An uprising is near, he announced, in his support for President Trump. Representative Jones added, quote, I didn't leave the Democrat Party. The party left me. And I will not allow the Democrats to bully me into submission. I will not let them win. Thank you, Representative Vernon Jones of Georgia, for displaying the heart of an eagle that rises above the fray and the little chickens and not allowing the leftist bullies to intimidate you. Let liberty prevail. I'm Ron Edwards. Check out theronedwards.com. Sponsored by the Tri-County Liberty Coalition. And now, the Ron Edwards American Experience Talk Show, where true liberty and justice for all is celebrated. Darn tootin' it is, and you are listening to the Ron Edwards American Experience. I am your happy host, Ron Edwards, and uh, welcome. And you can join in the conversation at 844-790-8255. That's 844-790-TALK. Uh, one of the more agonizing subjects that's uh, now permeating throughout our republic is uh, a shooting that happened in Georgia, in southeast Georgia, and very close to uh, Savannah, uh, the center of the national conversation right now about race. After a white father and son with ties to local police and the prosecutor were arrested two months after allegedly gunning down an unarmed 25-year-old black man as he was jogging less than three miles from his mother's home. Uh, Chris uh, McDonald is our, my special guest, and right now we want to focus on this for a couple of minutes. Um, what do you think about this case, or have you heard about this, uh, Chris? I, I think it's... Ron, um, yeah. Yeah, you know, they, they've had uh, some burglaries in the area, but you know and I know the, the law, and it's illegal to go after someone if they're not even committing a crime. This guy was a, a regular yeah. jogger through the area, and they decided to just take him out. Yeah. It, it's a tragic case. I read a little bit of it today, uh, and uh, I heard the president talk about it this morning on Fox and Friends. And I'm just going to use his words, Ron. It, it is a sad situation, but I, I personally don't, as of right now, let me, let me clarify this, because I, I can't get inside the heart and the mind of the father and the son. Uh, I would hope, I would hope this is not racially motivated. Um, unfortunately, we live in a society right now that any kind of shooting of this nature where it's whites involved shooting black, uh, it's going to be soaked. The media will soak this. The left will soak this. Um, the way I look at it, it's a legal matter. Uh, if these two men did this and they did it illegally, which is they're, they're, the TBI, the, the uh, Georgia TBI is investigating this, then they need to be prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law. 
and done without prejudice and just literally have the book thrown at him because of an innocent life. And this young kid, he's a good-looking young man. Uh, I understand he played football. I mean, this was, this was not some, uh, you know, thing that happened and uh, that he was actually trying to break in. They just actually, in their own mind, they, they thought that he was doing it. And, you know, I don't understand how you can think a burglar is breaking into your home while he's jogging because it would seem to me that uh, if he's trying to break into your home, he's on your property. And uh, the fact that they just, you know, chased him down and, and, and killed him in cold blood, you know, that's murder to me. And I don't see it as black and white. I see it as a death of a uh, 34-year-old young man that had a bright future ahead of him. And legally, legally, these two need to pay a price. And, Ron, I would feel the same way. I would feel the same way if the jogger was white and the two shooters were black. You see, I think that's where we've missed the thing in this country. Justice, when you look at Lady Justice and you look at any figure of Lady Justice, what does she have around her eyes? She has a blindfold. Yep. The reason she has a blindfold is that when you walk into a courtroom and when you commit a crime, your race has nothing to do with that crime. Your uh, financial status has nothing to do with the law. Your background, whether you're rich, uh, poor, whether you come from the middle class, the upper class, the lower class, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you're here in America or you're a foreigner or whatever. If when you break law against the United States of America, you are to be served justice. And that's what those scales stand for. And we've turned that, sadly, into this race discussion. And yeah. I can't comment. I, mean, I can't I think, get into these guys' heads on. And, you know, Chris, I think that has done more harm than good. The reason why is because... Um, Blacks are murdered every every weekend in great numbers in cities all over this country. And Absolutely. no one, including, in, especially in the black community, there's no outrage or anything. And I think that is criminal as well. And I think it's about justice. I agree with that, and I advocate that. And I think if we focused more on the actions, the crime, and getting true justice, I mean, all across the board, I think then you would uh, even see a reduction in crime. And if it doesn't matter who does it, if you murder someone, you forfeit your own life. Bam, bam, bam. It, it should be that simple. Doesn't matter what color it is. Then you reduce this divided nature of, of, of looking at criminality, which came out of um, certain leftist movements in this country. And um, it has made things, it, it's, it, it, they moved from one problem into another problem. It didn't bring about a cure to, to what they were fussing about in the past, and it has created a whole new set of problems, and justice is not uh, evenly meted out still to this day. Um, so, you know, we have to rectify this and not make it uh, a racial issue. Even if those guys did it because they're racist, if we focused more on, hey, this is what you did, this was evil, and you should forfeit your life. Bam, and it happened. I think that 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 will do a lot more to cut 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 away a lot of this crap. What say you? I will. I will. I would totally agree with that. And you mentioned the blacks being killed in greater numbers in cities, and the same people that will be out here trying to raise a great voice about racism will be silent upon people. The cities like Chicago, uh, like the other cities, in, uh, I think St. Louis was up there. I did a. We did a story on that here about a 
year or two ago, maybe a year, and we listed the top five cities of crime, and it was amazing to me that of the cities that were out there, Chicago, of course, was up there. St. Louis, of all places, was another one. And, um, and again, you look at the figures. The figures don't lie. And uh, I, I'm with you there, brother. I just, I, I, and I hate that we've got to this place in this society, and we have, unfortunately, that everything that happens is seen through racial eyes. And, again, um, I, I say this because I, there's a, I don't have time to go into the story, but we had a very tragic case in Tennessee, Knoxville, my city, about uh, 12 years ago, and the, and the roles were reversed where you had four black individuals uh, sodomize and rape and murder and just literally brutalize two white children, two white teenagers, and uh, just literally poured acid on their bodies. This was one of the most hideous, heinous crimes I think I've ever witnessed firsthand in a city. And, I mean, you know, our city didn't go up in smoke. A lot of the details of it were hidden from the media, and the media hid a lot of the details from the public. Uh, and it was a hate crime, without a doubt. And, again, even in that situation, I can't get inside the heads of the people doing it. I couldn't. You, that's the problem with these things. You can't get in people's hearts and heads. But I'm with you. You know, it, it's about the, the law, and I think if there were different look, if we was to answer crime like crime needs to be answered, it wouldn't matter whether you're white or black. People would be scared yeah. to do it. The problem well, Chris, is people we, are not scared anymore. Yeah, Chris, we've only got about... Uh, two minutes um, exactly okay. left in this final segment with you. Um, I want to ask you real quick, tell, first of all, tell folks where they can find your show, the times and all of that, because you, you do a wonderful show and I want people to find you. Well, we're called the Mac Files and you said it right. We are on twice a night. We start Monday through Friday. Uh, we're on seven o'clock live, usually on, on Mondays, Tuesdays, Thursdays and Fridays and Wednesday nights too. And then we're at, at live at 10 o'clock again sometimes. We have just a variety. The best place to find us right now is on YouTube. We're getting our website built. Uh, you can check us out at MacFiles, mcfiles.live. That will take you to our YouTube page. And uh, we will be uh, getting a website up and going hopefully this week. Uh, it's one of the areas we've been sort of disappointed in. But one way you can reach us by email is uh, files 45 at gmail.com. Reach out to us. We'll be glad to connect with you and talk. But uh, Sunday morning, Sunday night, we have church services. Uh, we have a variety of shows, Ron. We do faith. We do politics. We do health. We do criminal justice. We've got a justice show, what we call it. We just deal with criminal cases. And uh, it's just a good all-around show. The Lord's blessed us. We've been doing it two and a half years, and uh, the audience is growing. It's not exploding, which I don't want it to explode. I want it to gradually grow and get a good foundation underneath it. And the Lord's doing just that right now. We've got a lot of good right. people in there, and we've invite you to come and be part of the crowd because we'll treat you like family. That's for sure. Absolutely. Well, you've got about uh, 20 seconds. Uh, any last thoughts uh, before we uh, depart for another break? Just pray for our president, pray for our country, Ron, pray for each other, and, and don't be buffaloed by the left. Don't don't let this, this, this leftist ideology, you know, buffalo you and, and make you believe that America's bad. Look, America's good. And we're going to vote in person in November. We're not going to vote by ballot or not by mail-in. We're going to vote in person. If we can go to belts and stand in line to buy clothes, we can certainly stand in line and vote at a voting booth. And that's my absolutely. That's my fault. Absolutely. Chris, I want to thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to be with us. And, of course, we expect you to be back again real soon. God bless you, sir. 
You too, Ron. Be blessed. Thank you. Take care. And there he goes, uh, Chris McDonald, uh, great talk show host, and uh, we're going to have him back definitely um, on a semi-regular basis if if he wants to come back. Um, I'm Ron Edwards, and you are listening to the Ron Edwards American Experience. Hey, y'all. Hey. This is Diamond and Silk. Mm -hmm. Don't you touch that dial. You better not. You better come back. Mm -hmm. Enjoying a cup of tea? And listening to the Ron Edwards experience, it doesn't get any better than that. It sure doesn't. And you are listening to the Ron Edwards American experience. And I thank you again for for joining me. And um, um, man, man, man alive. Time goes really fast when you're having a great time. And uh, the honor is mine to be able to communicate with you regularly. And um, it's a blessing. You know, uh, one of the things that uh, really irritates me about today is uh, how this country is being reconfigured or allowed to be reconfigured in so many ways by the uh, by the left. Um, this latest thing with the um, the masks. Everyone must wear a mask when you go outside. You wear a mask. Everyone. Well, that's totally asinine. First of all. The Corona China virus dies off in about 70 days, according to a recent study released out of Israel. I'll get the details on that for you in just a minute. But, uh, folks, we are a nation built upon the concept of unalienable rights, which come from God, and based upon personal responsibility and personal choice, meaning you are responsible. Okay? And so if you are responsible, you're going to take an account for what you are doing for yourself, the things that you do. Uh, Here's the story right here. Top Israeli professor claims that simple stats show that virus plays itself out after 70 days. Now, haven't we heard many officials here in the United States talking about um, 18 to 24 months? I heard someone saying that today. Today. And here's the thing. It is stupid. It was really asinine for this country to be shut down. It was wrong. It has done more harm. It has helped exacerbate the situation. Because in places like New York City that are really shut down tight, you have a greater circulation of the virus. Whereas proportionately, if you look at states where proportionally there has been more liberty, they have proportionately fewer cases. And right now in places like Florida, where it's already hot, 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 it's dying out, literally dying out. So as you go out and about in, 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 the, in the sunshine, even in cooler weather, it doesn't spread as well when people are out and about. And for people, I, I watch people, they, the, the six feet thing. Well, if you're so concerned about the virus, why would you designate uh, six feet? Because even the average sneeze travels a minimum of 14 feet, just an average sneeze. But the thing is, if you sterilize your hand all the time, if you're wearing a mask, you're harming yourself double and setting yourself up for double trouble. Number one, with the mask... You, 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 you do know that we're not plants, right? 
plants live on carbon monoxide. So when you have a mask on and you're sucking that in back and forth, that old air, it's carbon monoxide. So you're setting yourself up for harm because you're breathing in something on a continuous basis that you it, it kills you. Number two, if you're always sanitizing your hands, guess what you're doing? You're killing the good bacteria. I mean, this is real simple ABC level stuff. And we Americans should be a well of, aware, you know, well aware of this. But yes, yes, you know, many Americans are not taught such basic things in their government schools. There's too much indoctrination going on politically. So therefore, you have all these idiots running around. Uh, you walk down the street and, you know, they'll see you coming and they'll freak out. It's like they're, you're a giant germ all of a sudden. Oh, no, I've got to get away. And, and it, it's just set. I think the, this, this, this um, mask situation is set up to create suspicion, to create help divide us more than we are already divided. And to, 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 and that, and to psychologically divide us and to break us apart, keeping us that distance. You know, I was just, um, my, my wife told me today that, uh, in jolly old England, jolly old England, people, the elderly are separated within their own homes and forced to, to stay six feet away from each other in their own houses. Now, how crazy is that? That is beyond crazy. That is downright evil. Because if you're in the in, in the house, you're sharing the same environment, germs and all of that, right? And remember, germs travel more than six feet. And through contact, believe it or not, through human contact, if you go outside in the sunshine, those viruses die more quickly. So, in the long run, and, and through the contact, you build up immunities. That's why many people who are testing positive have had no symptoms. And guess what? They have been involved in human contact, more normal activities, and so on and so on. So, we've got to start using common sense, and we've got to stop allowing these people that have agendas like Dr. Fauci and Scarf Lady, Burks, and many others who are politically motivated. And who in the hell does 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 uh, Bill Gates and George Soros think they are anyway? I wrote a column about that last week. These are unelected officials who are dictating indirectly how our nation functions. George Soros via the election. He owns a lot of voting machines. That alone should have that man locked up, locked up for a long time. How dare he come into our country from somewhere else on the planet, buy up voting machines, be allowed to get rid of it. I mean, to, to, to get along, to, to get away with that, even by our great Republicans. And, you know, and, and, and each election cycle, the Republicans are running around biting their nails off. Oh, God, I hope we don't, we don't lose. And they know they're cheating on the other side. Electronically, they should get rid of electronic um, voting machines, by the way. I mean, this is just common sense. You want to get rid of, 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 of uh, um, bacteria, especially when you're sleeping? when your body should be renewing itself and all of that, 
One of the things that would help us, it's called the silverrightglobal.com pillow. Now, this pillow, it's super. I, I use them. My wife uses them. Uh, it embraces an old age secret of uh, maintaining a healthy sleep environment. They're using silver and supportive Kapok filling in their products. Now, this Kapok comes from the Kapok tree that grows around the equator. It is harvested when it, when it falls from the tree. No harm to the trees. They pick it up, clean it off, and they use it in these pillows. And they infuse silver into the covers. Silver does what? Silver is an antimicrobial uh, element. And it's natural. It comes from the earth. See how God puts solutions into the end of the earth? Very simple. And those pillows never become infiltrated by allergens and other things that uh, make us sick over time when you have uh, a regular pillow. So you might want to give these things a real look-see. You can go to silverrightglobal.com, check it out. They also have masks. If you must wear a mask, this mask kills bacteria. At least a mask that does something. And by the way, you shouldn't wear a mask all day. Just if you have to go to a place where you can't get in unless you have one of those on, this is a great one to have because it's very breathable and it has the silver in it, which actually does work and kills the bacteria. So you might want to check it out. Go to silverrightglobal.com and check these products out. And you get 20% off on your purchase if you simply use the great code RON20. No spaces, just RON20. Get you 20% off of all products. That's silverrightglobal.com. Well, folks, I want to thank you so much for joining us. Uh, thank you for, to the Zechariah 25 family members for joining me also. And you should check out the Zechariah 25 family members is on the uh, call every week. They pray for our great nation Monday through Friday, uh, Eastern Standard Time. That is at 9 a.m. And you should check them out. Go to comeministry.org and you will find all the information, the telephone numbers and all of that. And uh, how you can join in if you're a prayer warrior and you want to join in with people that really kick butt against evil, do that and go to um, that wonderful website. That's comeministry.org. Well, folks, God bless you for joining me uh, this week on another installment of the Ron Edwards American Experience. Continue to pray for our nation. Pray for your families. Remember to also pray for our president. And just know that if we stand together, the left shall fall. If we stand together, if we pray together, we shall, we, we shall be victorious. There is no reason in Sam Hill that we should allow this nation to fall to those who want our destruction. There's no reason. There's no logical reason that we have to lose. So I suggest that we stand together and we win not only this upcoming election, but throughout the years. You know, you either choose life or you choose death. I would that we choose life for America. I'm Ron Edwards. I thank you so much for joining me. I see that my time is up. Thank you so much for your time. And I'll see you next time. Bye now.